button to turn off my phone. My hands are full. He obliged, then turned back to me and lifted his chin, as if silently demanding that I add another layer of painted beard. Mommy, look. I turned to see Jamie, Josh's twin. See my new costume? Isn't it cool? Very cool. I stopped myself before asking, but what is it? And studied his outfit for clues. Like most first graders, he had only rudimentary costume-making skills, so at first glance, his new outfit looked exactly like Monday's dog costume, Tuesday's raccoon, and Wednesday's penguin. They all used, as a base, the same set of faded beige-footed pajamas. Today he'd stuck tufts of fur rather than feathers to the flannel, so I deduced that he was a mammal rather than a bird. The cat-like whiskers stuck on his cheeks with scotch tape didn't help much, but then I noticed that the rope he'd tied around his waist, leaving one end trailing six or seven feet behind him, now bore a tuft of fur at the tip. So you're going as a lion today, I guessed. Jamie beamed. Look, Josh, he said. Roar! Josh was studying himself again in the toaster. I guess it's okay, he said, but I want a really cool costume for the real Halloween on Saturday. Josh, I said, that's only two days away. I'm not sure we have time to make another costume. Can't you just go as a pirate or a cowboy or a space alien or a wizard? We can make some improvements on whichever one you choose. I want to be a robot, Josh said. It could be worse, I decided. I could easily make him a robot suit with some cardboard boxes and tin foil. But not one of those lame robot costumes like Victor's mother made him out of cardboard boxes and tin foil, Josh said. A real robot costume. It should be metal, and the eyes should light up when I get mad. And you should be able to open up my chest to see my motor. I'll think about it, I said. No promises, I added. You know I'm pretty busy with the Halloween festival but I really want to be a robot. No whining, I exclaimed. Josh recognized the wisdom of shutting up and shifted tactics. He sighed and donned a look of patient, wistful longing, rather like Oliver Twist holding up the empty gruel bowl. Maybe Michael could enlist some help in making a robot costume, an extra credit project for a couple of his drama department students with prop and costume shop experience. I could ask him. And come to think of it, maybe Michael could drive the boys to school, pick up the other two kids we were supposed to transport, and take them to the zoo. Then I could drop by to soothe Dr. Smoot and still meet them there in time for the tour. Where's your daddy? I asked the boys. In the backyard, chasing the llamas, Jamie said. Why is he chasing the llamas? I asked. Are they loose? Jamie shook his head. Then why? Who's ready for waffles? My cousin Rose Noir called out as she sailed in, already dressed in her costume for the day, as Glinda the Good Witch. Yay! Jamie exclaimed. Blueberry waffles? Josh asked. Organic blueberry waffles, Rose Noir said, with artisanal maple syrup. The boy sat down and looked expectant. On mornings like this, I was profoundly grateful that Rose Noir still showed no signs of moving out of the third-floor spare bedroom she'd occupied since before the boys were born. I strolled outside to see why Michael was chasing the llamas. Actually, he wasn't so much chasing them as being followed by them. 
He was jogging briskly around the perimeter of their pasture, and the llamas, ever curious about human eccentricities, were loping along behind him. I leaned over the fence and watched until he drew near, then climbed over the top rail and fell into step beside him. What's up? I asked. An actor's body is his instrument, he puffed. That's nice, I said. What does that have to do with your taking up jogging? Then enlightenment struck. You tried on your wizard costume last night, didn't you? I asked. Michael frowned and nodded. Too tight? Not too tight, he said, but a little tighter than it used to be. Tighter than it should be. Not surprising, since it had been a few years since Michael had donned the costume he'd once worn to play the evil wizard Mephisto on Porphyria, Queen of the Jungle, a long-canceled cult TV fantasy show.